The IBM Cloud Platform Cast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Platform Cast. We're your hosts from the offering team here at IBM Cloud. I'm Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Choquette. Today we are joined by our guest speaker, Robin Hernandez. Robin is the offering manager for the new IBM Cloud private offering from IBM. Hey, Robin, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me. So, Robin, you know, IBM already offers a Bluemix local. In fact, I think we, we announced it back in fall, maybe 2014. So what is IBM Cloud Private? IBM Cloud Private, you can think of it as our evolution of Bluemix local. So we have had that offering out in the market for a couple of years now, and we've learned a lot from talking to customers and going out and trying to sell that offering. Um, we've learned that customers want a on-premise experience in the cloud, just like we have in the public cloud. But there are a few tweaks that we needed to make to the offering. Um, some customers said that they wanted it managed just like we managed the public cloud. But we found out that the way we implemented that with the Tether was really hard and difficult. And it also exposed some security concerns for customers. So we're evolving that Bluemix local offering to be IBM Cloud private. And a couple of the major things we're changing, first and foremost, is the Tether. We're getting rid of the Tether. And it will be a customer-managed solution. And we're also making the footprint and the time to install and get started for developers uh, much smaller and much faster to get started developing new apps. Wow. So we're looking to bring a massive amount of capability and a huge amount of changes, Robin, since we, I guess, launched this in the fall of 2014. Um, you specifically are saying look after Bluemix Local, and then over the last few years, we've had the connection between IBM and the customer data center with the Tether. And we're moving away from that. So does that still mean that all the data is still going to sit behind the firewall. It's still going to be the same as what we currently have with Bluemix Local, just a new re rev of it, correct? It's, it's still going to sit behind my firewall if I choose to have Bluemix Local. Absolutely. So it will still be behind their firewall. Um, it will be delivered in a smaller footprint. A lot changes in a couple of years, actually, around here, as you guys know. So from what we've learned, we're um, taking out the unnecessary pieces and some of the pieces that um, are required to manage the Bluemix public cloud. And we're really minimizing the footprint to only what they need to have on their premises to run an on-premise cloud. Um, so we will put that behind their firewall. Customers that wanted it managed a couple of years ago, I think this was all new for customers at that time, and they were a little bit um, nervous about the technology, especially when we talk about containers. Containers were brand new at that point in time. But we're seeing that customers, both from a developer and now an operations admin perspective, they're much more comfortable with containers, and they're much more comfortable with the concept of managing it themselves because they think it's a good trade-off of having that security behind their firewall, being able to protect their applications and data, and they're familiar with containers and Kubernetes, so they're more comfortable with managing it on their own. Robin, taking an installer, taking a cloud platform behind my firewall, why would I really want that? Is it just security? Why would I want that, let's say, instead of a public solution like AWS? That's a great question. So I think, again, a few years ago, we thought that most people would start with the private cloud and then 
actually eventually move to the public cloud. But what we've learned is that um, some people just cannot do it for different reasons. There are industry regulations, financial services, and insurance companies in particular have a lot of industry regulations that say they must um, know who's touching their data. They must have it on premises where they can control it and have certain security parameters around the data and the application running. And then there's also some government regulations and regional regulations that we learned about. Some countries um, like Germany and Switzerland, for instance, and even the EU, they have regulations that say that an application's data has to stay either uh, within their region or within their country. And some of those countries have regulations that say only citizens of that country can touch the data. So it's not a comfort level from our customers. It's more of they have to abide by these regulations and um, be in compliance. So we've learned that it's it's not um, a growing pain, if you will. It really is something that they have to abide by. So a lot of the customers that um, have these regulations imposed on them, they're larger enterprise customers, and they're actually IBM's heritage customer base. So it, it's really a good opportunity for us to offer this on-premise private cloud so that we can address those customers and help them also move their heritage applications working on IBM middleware to this cloud and sort of modernize their applications for the cloud era. So so, so does IBM Cloud Private, our new offering here, do everything that Bluemix Local can do today? Or you know, do we think that's going to happen sometime in the future? It does do everything Bluemix Local does today. So we are not throwing away anything we've learned, of course. So we're picking up a lot of the same technologies. We'll ship a June release at the end of this month. Um, and that release will be based on containers and Kubernetes. So we're actually adding Kubernetes, which is not in Bluemix Local today. And many of our customers have asked for that. Um, and we're also shipping services on top of the platform. We're shipping... Um, Liberty and Microservice Builder and DB2 and MQ. We're shipping some things to, for developers to get started uh, creating new apps and lift and, lift and shifting their heritage applications to the platform. So those are some new things that we're shipping and we're still leveraging everything we've learned in the technology that we use today in the public cloud and in Bluemix Local. We're bringing those, um, those technologies to IBM Cloud Private. So Robin, we used to really emphasize the fact that we had a true hybrid experience across Bluemix Public, dedicated, and also with local. Is, is that statement still true with, now that it's not tethered? The statement is still true. So we still have choice with consistency. Now we'll say it is across public, dedicated, and private. So we're changing the name and we're getting consistent with the branding to be IBM Cloud, but it's still true. We've tested um, moving containers and moving pieces of applications across the public IBM Bluemix container service and our new IBM Cloud Private, and that works really well. Leveraging containers, we can have that portability and that true hybrid experience. In our first release in June, the uh, user experience is not perfect, but we are working on making that completely consistent across the three different deployment models, public, dedicated, and now private. So, so what we're saying is it's not a completely new offering. It's just a re, really a rename and amazing new capabilities that is coming with it, which is pretty awesome. So Robin, let's just say I had an install from six months ago or a year, even up to two years ago, of what we previously called Bluemix Local. What what do I need to do? Can I still run and use that? You absolutely can. So we've talked we're talking to all the customers that have Bluemix Local today and several of them are excited about IBM Cloud Private. 
We have a couple of customers that are using containers on Bluemix Local that are ready to move to the new offering, and we're starting to move them this month in June. Um, for customers that are using Bluemix Local on Cloud Foundry, we'll have the Cloud Foundry capabilities built into IBM Cloud Private later this year, probably in the October timeframe. That's our target, but we may be able to get that out a little bit earlier. But by October, we'll have the Cloud Foundry pieces. So at that time, we'll then move the local customers that are using the Cloud Foundry portion of Bluemix Local. We'll move them to IBM Cloud Private in about the October timeframe. So Robin, in the ones that you've talked to or you say that are moving at the moment, what's really getting them excited with the new BlumixLocal.next? So just going back to some of the learnings, um, and we're, when we're talking to customers that are using Bluemix Local today in the container space, for instance, um, they're all asking for Kubernetes. So they want to create container clusters because this is how you really get to production applications on containers. And we don't have Kubernetes. So in IBM Cloud Private, we're shipping Kubernetes with containers. So that's one reason they want to move. They've also asked um, the customers using Local today, they've done some some acrobats, if you will, to put some services on top of the platform like DB2. They've A couple of customers have created service brokers where they've deployed DB2 on the platform, and that was a very challenging experience for them. So with the new cloud private, we're shipping containerized versions, a community edition of DB2, of MQ, of Microservice Builder, and Liberty, so that they can really get started quickly and have this support from IBM. They don't have to go through those acrobats of creating their own service broker anymore. The platform provides a structure to ship IBM middleware data and analytics on top of that platform. So these are some of the reasons the local customers uh, that are using it today are anxious to move to IBM Cloud Private. So Robin, in, in terms of the, the developers out there, and if I was the developer listening to it right now, can I get to try this out or can I get to get my hands dirty a little bit with it? Absolutely. We're really embracing the uh, seed sort of strategy, if you will, and a lot of the tools that developers are using today. So we have a community edition of IBM Cloud Private. It's out on Docker Hub. And anybody, um, any of the technical people within IBM or any of our customers can go out and download that community edition. It has some limitations from a licensing perspective today, but it gives you the full experience of the product. You could just download it from Docker Hub and install it and try it out for yourself. So you're telling me I can run IBM Cloud in my living room? You can, on your wow. laptop. Cool. So Robin, back in 2014, I was actually one of the OMs who brought our first rev of Bluemix Local to market. And for me, this is massively exciting to see the new rev and the teeter going away. So yeah, really awesome, exciting stuff ahead. Um, Robin, one last thing, I guess, for me before we close, and I guess for our listeners, that we always ask for one takeaway or one key thing that you've want to have our listeners to take away from the podcast today what would it be yeah so i also worked in that space as you know ian and i think like many you and i like many people are very excited about what we've learned and the evolution of this offering and the one takeaway i would say is that it really is important for ibm it's essential because it's it's part of our hybrid cloud strategy, but it really addresses our heritage customer base. You know, Ginny talked a lot at the beginning of this year about leveraging IBM's estates, those big middleware products that are really still, you know, banking all of us, if you will. And having those big middleware estates on top of this platform is essential for addressing our enterprise customers. So 
it really is a key part of the overall cloud strategy. And hopefully by bringing those services on top of the platform, this will really give us a control point and really help us um, have better inroads and sort of modernize our presence in those enterprise customers. Absolutely. Robin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And guys, for myself and Steve, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Platformcast. <laughs>